Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you're on Instagram or Twitter, follow the show at Strict Anonymous. If you're still on fucking Facebook like nobody else is because Facebook is dead. Like my Facebook page, it's still up there. Facebook.com slash Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Uh, Don't email me there, though, because people post comments and do stuff there. And I see it like maybe once a month, if that. If you want to send me an email, go to my website and click on be on the show and you could email me there. Or you could DM me on Instagram. Uh, if you're, if you haven't subscribed to me, wherever you're listening to this podcast, subscribe. Also, if you could give me a five-star review or write me a review or do both, <laughs> write me a five-star review. That'd be fucking great. It really helps the show. Uh, if you want to be on the show, I say it's a call and advice show, but it's really a place where people could call in while remaining anonymous and talk about their like their secret lives. I added the word confessions onto my podcast recently because that's really what it is. So if you want to confess something that you've never confessed to anyone before uh, or something that's super private and you just want to talk about it while remaining anonymous, I change everyone's voices. Send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. You could also join my Patreon page. Uh, I love my Patreon patrons. <laughs> that's what they're called. I was going to be like followers. No, they're patrons. Um, there's all different tiers. If you want to support my show, you could throw me three bucks a month. It's like chump change, right? Uh, for that, for the $3 a month tier, you get these episodes early, like on Friday, you get a Q&A every month where I a- answer questions about all kinds of things. A lot of stuff about myself. People ask me questions about myself. Um, but besides that, you're also just supporting my show, which is fucking awesome. And I really, really appreciate that. And then there's other tiers in between. There's a $5 tier, a $7 tier, and a $60 tier. The $60 tier is one that a lot of people have been signing up for. And it's cool because you get to talk to me and have like a 45 minute combo. It's kind of like therapy, anonymous therapy with an unprofessional non-therapist. <laughs> that would be me. Um, you could use your 45 minutes to talk to me about anything, right? Um, but I don't air it. And you could sign up for one month or you could do a monthly call or you could do a weekly call and we set that up through PayPal. So if you want to talk to me or have a private conversation with me, you could sign up for Patreon.com, click on the $60 tier or email me and I could set you up with PayPal and you could just sign up that way to talk to me on the down low, right? That way we I don't air it or anything. I don't uh, spill your beans. I don't, it's not, it's still anonymous though because I don't know who the fuck you are. Uh, what else? If you're on YouTube, I love YouTube as a platform. I try to comment to everybody who comments on my episodes. If you want to talk to people who have been on my show, they're always reading the episodes and a lot of times they respond back to people. Go to YouTube, uh, my YouTube channel, Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Subscribe to my channel and then like and share my videos. Uh, if you're listening on YouTube right now, do that right now. Like and share my videos and subscribe. 
today I have on Molly. I'm kicking off uh, this month. January is going to be the month of like, where are they nows, right? I have a lot of updates coming. I'm going to kick it off with Molly. I might also be st- posting two episodes a week starting uh, like next week, maybe. I don't know. I just have so many episodes of poor people who have called in like... <laughs> six months ago who emailed me all the time like when's my episode going up or people that probably forgot about their episode and they're listening and like what the fuck um I just don't to just release one a day and I have so many people calling in and taping I mean one a week it's just I'm so backed up because uh my show is super popular now so what am I gonna do I might uh start airing two a month I don't know I got to think about it. if you have thoughts about that, send me an email. It's strictly on this podcast at gmail.com. If you want to put my show on serious or do anything bigger with my show, because that's what I fucking want. And that's what I need this year, this fucking year. Or if you want me to go host another show, also send me an email. It's strictly on this podcast at gmail.com. But I might be doing two episodes. Let me know what you think about that. Um, but today I have a Molly. It's a where are they now episode. Where is Molly? Who is Molly? If you don't know who Molly is, she's called in a bunch of times before. Most of my regular listeners know exactly who Molly is. She's been on, this will be, I think, her fourth time. Her episodes will be, uh, I'll give you all the episode numbers that she, of her previous episodes and links to it on YouTube. Uh, she also, on YouTube, there's a playlist, so you could just go into my playlist section, click on Molly, and all of her episodes will be there, but she's uh, 260, she's 221, she's 190, and she's 336. Okay, so first of all, when Molly first called in, she was just like a girl that was like banging men and women and fucking like crazy. And then she was, uh, then she became an escort, like as we talked to her. I think I mentioned it to her once, and but it was something that she always had on the back burner, and that's what she eventually did recently. Uh, you could hear that episode when she started, but we did an episode in May of this year uh, about her being an escort and how much she loves it. Um, but what we did today is just catch up and see what she's been doing. Like, do escorts fuck guys during COVID? Has she still been seeing clients? Has she gotten sick by somebody? Uh, she answers all those questions and we talk about everything else. You get a little bit of the backstory again on Molly. She's a girl who loves sex. So we talk about the fact that in her regular life, she likes two guys at once. That's her preferred threesome she likes for uh, guys to watch her she likes to videotape herself she is an equal opportunity banger is that would be the right meaning she will fuck anyone and she likes it she even says in this episode like she'll fuck an ugly guy and she will like it like I mean she just really like sex and so and I think that's what guys love about Molly she's the real deal and I think that's what her clients really love about her I think that they also like the fact that she's you know she provides more than just sex for these guys and we talk about what else she does provide we also talk about what she's looking to do in her future and involves school and she talks about how she'd like to help people and what she's uh, planning for for her future so we do a little you know quick catch up with her and then we talk uh, just about sex we talk about squirting we talk about multiple orgasms those are always on my bucket list but she uh she she knows how to do those things so we talk a little bit about that we also in the beginning we start off talking about the fact that this episode was supposed to be Molly and Jessica. Jessica was on recently. If you remember her, she had like a whole bucket list. I called it a fuck it list. Um, but she chickened out at the last minute. I, she, she flaked out a couple times. And so I just like, fuck it. Forget about trying to get her on. Because I think maybe she, she just, I don't know. 
she flaked. I think she got nervous and didn't want to do it, but whatever. So we talk a little bit about that. Uh, but then after we're done with that, give it a couple minutes, we get into Molly and just talk about Molly. And if this Jessica's listening, don't worry, Jessica, I asked her about the things that you wanted to ask her or things you had questions about. And we touch upon that in this episode. So anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Molly. This is the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Uh, hey, Molly, welcome to this. Welcome back to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. This is going to be a "Where Are They Now?" My first "Where Are They Now?" episode. You're going to kick that that whole thing off. I normally do well, that in, uh, in January, right? But what we were supposed to do first was we were going to do, and we had it all set up to do an episode with you and Jessica. Now, Jessica mm-hmm. was on my show a while back. I'm sure people who listen to this uh, pot, my podcast remember her. She was a girl that had like a bucket list, but I was like, that's like a fuck it list, right? She had a list of all these things sexually that she wanted to do. And you were like her hero, she was like we talked about on the episode she was like I'm obsessed with Molly like I want to be Molly you know and Jessica was like this girl who had like I said a bucket list of all these like crazy sexual things she wanted to do she had checked off a lot of them um, and she was on her way to checking off more and she really and I was like I'm just going to put you guys on the phone right because the other thing about Jessica which was like shocking to me was that she didn't have orgasms really only when she was with herself but never with a man ever I think with one partner once in her whole life but not at all and so it was very perplexing to me like how could a girl who's so sexually open-minded right and wants to do all these things and she finds it enjoyable right but she just can't seal the deal and I know that when we emailed about it you were like oh she reminds me of myself like I could totally help her with that do you remember that whole thing like do you have have advice for a girl who's really horny and really into sex and can't have an orgasm with guys was that how you were um it, it kind of was like I remember back you know years ago where like I guess I would have orgasms but it's like I did I knew what an orgasm was but until maybe up in like the last five or six years like now I know what an orgasm actually is you what know? do you mean it's I mean I can have like five or six I mean I've had up to ten in one session before but that Um, never happened before five years ago right and I don't really know exactly like where the turning point was um I could not pinpoint it if I tried um but but I was like that you know back in the day where I thought I knew what it was but it wasn't until like I actually started having them regularly and more intensely that I then I actually now know what they are (laughs) yeah but that's so interesting to me because i was always like if someone was like oh i don't know if i might have had an orgasm like no like you know it's not like the thing it's not something that like you kind of don't know so maybe you were like you used to have orgasms but now you have multiple like you're multi-orgasmic right and that's the big difference for you no this girl though doesn't have any like she doesn't have an orgasm she knows what an orgasm is because she has them with herself and she only has them when when she uses a vibrator on her clit so i was like you know i gave her some homework i'm like stop vibrating the shit out of your clit right (laughs) for a month and figure try to you you know figure out how to stimulate maybe with your hand or something right so that you could do that with a guy right because it's like no you're never going to be fucked that way like that's never going to happen so i just thought she trained herself improperly i don't know (laughs) but we that that's you know we're not going to focus so much on that she was supposed to be on this call i was very excited for her to talk to you i think she flaked out. I think it's like maybe intimidating, you know, to be on a call with 
your hero? <laughs> you know, I think she just chickened out, really. I That's really what I think. But I hope she's listening. I love Jessica. She's like, you know, was really wanted to talk to you. And I just think, like I said, that maybe she got nervous or something and she flaked out. But well, and that's unfortunate. That's too bad. I would have loved to talk to her. Um, and I, I do have a piece of advice because I, you know, there were times where I could only get an orgasm from a vibrator. I couldn't get it during sex or even with a man. But what I did, I was just even when they were going the down on you. Sorry. Even yeah. when, okay, good. So yeah. So what's that your advice? Cause that was, that's exactly her. So what did you do? I just brought the, the toy into the bedroom with me. Right. So you would just bring and, the vibrator and vibrate your clit while they were fucking you or whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then eventually it just kind of progressed into now I can, um, and, and it wasn't that long ago I couldn't have one during sex, probably within the last like three, four years. Meaning um, just with them penetrating you and without clip. Yeah. But now you can. So how did you go no, from be and you don't even have to have anything on your clip? No. Okay. But do you know how you switched over to that? I, I think it was just a natural progression, to be honest with you. Like like I said, there's no like defining moment yeah, where I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh wow, now this is where it just kinda just sort of happened. But is so, that I mean, when I, you started to have the multiples, when you started to be able to have j- the inside orgasms? Um, no. Okay. I mean, I would always get them when I, when I had them, when I used the vibrator. How could you have multiple orgasms? This is what someone said to me or, and also, do you squirt? Do you know how to squirt? I do. Yeah. You do? Did, was uh, that a new thing or did you always? I remember the first time I did that and I was like, what the hell just happened? Yeah. Um, and my first instinct was to grab my phone and, and videotape it. So I have it on video. Oh, really? Uh, oh, yeah. my God. Because <laughs> it happened again and again. Um, it, well, the first time it happened, I was like, what the hell was that? I had no idea what was going on. It was weird, and I just didn't know what to think about it. And it's not like I get it all the time. It, it's really dependent on the other person. Um, if they know how to do it, I'm all over the place, but if they don't, then it's, I can get, I mean, I can get nothing. Right. It really depends on who, who the other person is. And it's with their fingers. They do it. Yeah. Right. So, and it was, so somebody was fingering you and they were doing it in a way that nobody had ever done it before. And then did you feel like you were going to pee or something? Cause that's what I've heard. That yeah. people say. Yeah. Were you yeah. like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Right. And, and then, it, yeah. Went all over the place. <laughs> and then were you able to but do it for it yourself? What was that? Were you able to ever do that to yourself? No. Okay. Never. Okay. But what were you going to say? You didn't know. You knew that it wasn't what? I knew that it wasn't like, because, yeah, you feel like you have to pee, but you know that that's not it. Like, it's a completely different sensation. Right. Um, and do you orgasm at the same time? Like, is it a is it a way better orgasm when you're squirting or is it just different or? It's just different. It's just as good and it's just as intense, but it's way different. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and I couldn't pick one above the other, like you could on a pleasure level. They're both exactly the same, but they're completely different. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. That's strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictly anonymous podcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347 420 3579. That's 347 347- 
420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too, so you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. sensations and feelings like you know because somebody told me because i'm always jealous of people who could squirt and i'm always jealous of people who could have multiple orgasms i never had issues having orgasms they're always like fucking great but you know and i and they're like amazing but once i'm done i it's like it's so sensitive i like push the person away like i have to stop like whatever but somebody told me like you have to push through that and just force yourself to is that what it is i've never pushed through that ever yeah, because I get the same way. Where like, and, and sometimes right. when they're the first one is super intense. Yeah, I I can't do it afterwards because it is too sensitive. But right. Um. But if I get it to a point where yeah, that was a good one, but yeah. I know that there's more in there, like I'll keep going. So if you push through that, oh my god, stop! It's like so sensitive, and just keep going. That that then you could have more. You know, I have to just try that because I have never pushed through the. Than you know, after having one, but I think that that's maybe the key to having multiples, or is that true? I don't know. How did you go uh, have multiples? I just like, I don't know, I just like having them, so I like, I know what's in store for me, so I just was like, oh, I want that, so I just keep going. So um, you just keep keep having sex or doing whatever it is to, to yeah. have more orgasms, yeah, okay. Yeah, so, you know, I, I hope she's listening. Maybe she could, you know, or other women are probably listening to to take the, this advice. I mean, I'm always, you know, I want to be, I also need advice on how to like A, squirt and B, become multi-orgasmic because those are always, those are two things on my bucket list that I can never, they're and I'm really always fun. fascinated. Of course they're really fun. How could it not and, well, be? And guys are so funny because guys are like, oh, you know, you're so lucky. Guys can't do that. I go, and I'm always like, yeah, that must really suck for you because it's really fun. <laughs> mean having multiple having multiples yeah yeah well so now how is what's going on with you now that we're going to be doing a where are they now like where is molly now like last we spoke we spoke in may right you were still seeing your paying customers right you're an escort Mm -hmm. right yep Mm -hmm. and you were doing it through covid right you had started to see some clients yep Right. Yeah. Um, i have not been affected by covid um actually i was just having a conversation with someone about how I'm probably one of the least risk, you know, risk people because I only see at a maximum, you know, the hotel staff, which is just the front desk, um, because there's not any housekeeping going on right now. And then my clients who are like, you know, between three and maybe six a day. So those are the only people I'm coming in contact (laughs) with. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, I'm not out and about and right, 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 right. Okay, right. You're not shopping in places. Yeah. So really i mean if i come in contact with someone who has it there's no doubt i'll get it of course but the chances are small because i only you know i only come in contact with you know six seven people a day at the most right but that's a lot of people like that so you will as an escort see six or seven guys a day and it's not like you're doing it every day right because what you do is you travel far from where you are right yeah and go for a couple days or like what is that how many people will you see in one stint and how long is that I go between around, um, it's usually three to four days Mm -hmm. and I'll see anywhere from one to six or seven a day. Wow. 
just depending on whether, you know, how many calls I get, whether I'm just tired and don't feel like it. So the nice part about being your own boss is like, if you don't want to work, you don't have to work. (laughs) Right. But some days you're like, and what is the ratio as far as like new clients to repeats? Is it, are you typically seeing mostly new people or is it typically mostly guys that you've already seen before? Or is it a mix? It's about 50, 50, 50, 50. Yeah. And do you have your faves? Like, do you have any favorites? I feel like we might have spoken about this on the last podcast. Do you have guys that you really enjoy? Oh, oh of course I do. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have guys who are just really good looking and it's really fun to, to fuck them. And some of them who are just like <laughs> really nice guys who, you know, like I'm most of my job is like therapist. <laughs> really? really? Right. Like it's about half escort, half therapist. Yeah. So, and like, so I kind of get involved in these people's lives a little bit just cause they talk to me and you know, I don't mind listening and, you know, giving not so great advice, sometimes great advice. I don't know. It all you're depends like me. on like I say, it's like giving unprofessional advice, right? But you're giving advice. I mean, what are the typical problems that these guys are bringing to you? Oh, a lot of them are married yeah. and you know, a lot of them are just like, she, this is just the one thing she's not giving me, you know, they, they're like, I love my wife. I would never leave my wife, but this is one thing I'm not getting at home. And I, tr- you know, that's the ones who really tried and then are met with Stonewall and, you know, they're just like, they just gave up. And so they're like, the, but I can't, you know, they don't want to live without it. So that's why they come to me. So, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I'm always like, well, you know, if you get married and one of you can't cook, then you hire a chef or the right. house needs to be clean, you hire a maid. And really, if you look at it, and when I say this, a lot of them are like, you know, you're right. They have a lot of pent up frustration because of it. And, uh-huh. you know, they work all day and they come home to, you know, the wife and the kids and, you know, and they're just like, you know, white knuckle in it. Because they want to get laid and they can't and they don't. Well, once they do, they feel so much better and they're much more relaxed and they can handle, you know, their lives a little better and they can go on with their marriage that way. I, right. So what would be your advice to that wife <laughs> that doesn't feel like doing it? Like just get down, like blow your guy, do something like re- give, give him the release that he needs so he doesn't go seek it elsewhere. Well, if they don't want him to seek it elsewhere, then that's what they're going to have to do. But at the same time, it's like a lot of them are like, you know, I think it's, you can tell she's not into it and she's just doing it because I want it. And it just doesn't, you know, makes me feel bad. And so I think a lot of the wives know, but won't admit it or, you know, just kind of have an idea, but just ignore it. Right. Mm -hmm. So, because if you're not giving your husband what he wants, the chances of him seeing someone like me are very high. Yeah, but um, I don't, I really don't think that a lot of what I know, I have girlfriends that have straight up like denied their guy sex and still think that they're like not fucking other people. Like, I mean, you know, I really don't believe that most women just think that that's going down and are fine with it because they just, you know, I, I don't, I think maybe they're in denial about it or, you know. Um, well, yeah, or denial about it. I mean, if yeah. they're not checking phones and, you know, looking at email histories, then they're in denial about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a hard thing because when I, you listen to like if we if I was talking to a woman, right, I, uh, that called in because she caught her husband cheating, right? You would hear the other side of it, right? That wife's the point of view of like, oh, my God, she caught her husband. and He was seeing an escort and it's devastating, right? It, it mm-hmm. devastates another person's life. 
The biggest problem, though, is, is like what happens in a relationship when you've been married for so long and whether it's a man or the woman doesn't want sex anymore. But when sex goes out the window and they're not having it and somebody wants it and they repeatedly ask and the other person doesn't want to do it, like what is supposed to happen in that situation? And that's the you know, that's 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 the issue. Like, what do people want that other partner to do? So a lot of times that partner either starts to have an affair or starts to see somebody like you, right? I mean, these are the mm-hmm. things that happened. And then yeah. everybody's like, oh, that person's an asshole. And it is wrong, right? I mean, it is because it does, like I said, it would devastate the other person to know that that person is being, because it's more the trust, right? And it's the deceit of it all. But what is, what do you, what does that person expect the other person to do? Do you know what I mean? I don't know. It's a pro it's a problem. There's what's the solution. Yeah. And that's why I really don't believe in monogamy. Like, I just right. think, you know, like I, I, I believe in marriage and wanting to grow with somebody and having that connection with somebody. But at the same time, like you, one person can't give another person everything a hundred, you know, everything no, that, all they that want. sex. I just think it's too much work. Like I would love yeah. to farm it out to somebody else just here and there. Right. I think what the biggest, I think the biggest fear, at least for me, what it always was, if I was always, you know, paranoid that someone was cheating on me or something, because I'm always worried that they're starting, they're going to leave me because they're going to have a connection with somebody else. Right. I think that there's a big part of that in, Uh, When women think about their guy with another woman, because I think because a lot of women can't have sex unless there's a romantic feeling attached to it. Right. They can't understand sex for the sake of sex. Right. So they don't they don't they don't believe that their guy doesn't have feelings for Molly, the escort. Right. That he's fucking. But it but guys are wired that way and some women are wired that way too right i mean sometimes sex mm-hmm. is just sex you don't have to like a person to have sex and it means absolutely nothing it's just like right. a release. and it's i just think variety. people should think that way <laughs> right but i think if you've never had it or you've never been wired that way you can't believe it exists right and i think that's the, mm-hmm. the way that it is for a lot of women right um yeah. because i had a woman on once whose husband cheated on her and she was like really devastated and then but then she wound up cheating on him and when she was fucking that guy she really realized that it didn't like she really saw it from his point of view that you know he loved she loved her husband and she was having sex with this person and it really changed her view of what her husband had did when she Mm -hmm. did it do you know what I mean because it because she was not in love with this guy in she just like was able to understand it in a way that I'm not making any sense but you know what I mean right like she saw yeah. it in that way whereas a lot of times she couldn't see that before she experienced it you know and I think yeah. a lot of women haven't experienced just sex for sex I think women are doing that more now it's way more accepted for mm-hmm. women to just live out their sexual fantasies and fuck whoever they want and have variety and do all the things that men do I think women weren't that way for a long time because it was because the word slut existed it still does to this day right and it still Mm -hmm. is a double standard but a lot less so than when 
I was growing up. I'm 52. I was like very promiscuous growing up and I was like the minority. Now every girl is like me the way that I was (laughs) when I was younger. Like, you know what I mean? I didn't want boyfriends. I wanted to have sex with different people. Like I was like living it up, having fun, you know, and like now a lot of girls are like that. But when I was younger, no girls were like is the only way guys got fucked is if they were dating a girl, you know, because a girl only had sex with guys that they were that they liked, you know, where and it's just different now. So I think that those women that grew up that way can't understand maybe if their guy's just fucking someone that it doesn't mean anything. And therein lies the problem, right? Yeah. Well, and, you know, and sex workers get a bad rap. And really, if someone would just sit down and, like, talk with a sex worker about what what they do and, you know, the things that they see and, the you know, what their views on their clients are, they would completely change their minds. Um, right. You're not falling for these guys. Right. And like, you know, they, there's the old adage, they don't pay us for sex. They pay us to leave. Right. Which I'm totally okay with that being said about me because that is what it is. You know, Yeah. they don't, they don't want that connection. They don't want the, uh, you know, someone calling them, you know, late at night and, you know, they just want the sex and then they want you to leave. And you're right. Women don't really understand that. Um, right. But guys can do that and have that um, detachment from people. And I have that detachment, you know, three to five day, times a day, you know, sometimes where yeah. it's like, I do get involved in their lives, but you know, I know that they're married and I know that they have kids and I know they love their wives and they're just, you know, just looking for some kind of a release and maybe to bitch and complain and moan, you know, a little bit. And then they're out the door and, mm-hmm. you know, the next time they come in, sometimes it's months later, I'll ask them how things have been and they'll tell me and, and then we'll have sex and then I'll, well, see in a couple months, we'll see if things got better. Like, you know, I'm always, like, yeah. you know, I'm always rooting for them, but at the same time, if they're not getting, getting it at home, they're going to look somewhere else. And, you know, whose fault is that? I don't know. Do now married, do most so. guys, <laughs> right now do like, do you like when, how does it work? And I, I, I Forgive me if I've asked you these questions before. I don't think I have because I would remember. But like, is it discussed ahead of time, like whether they're going to have full on sex with you or just get a blowjob or you're going to do anal? I mean, is that stuff talked about or does that take away from the whole thing? Or is it more, is it just a flat fee and then whatever happens during that time? I mean, how does it work as far as what's going to go down when you see them? Um, you know, every worker is different. But um, you. I can't speak for anybody else, but I can speak for myself. Yeah, for you. Um. I don't discuss anything um, over text or over phone or over email. Um, right. That's smart. You know, I barely, you know, everything's listed on my, on my websites. Like they can see what I do, what I don't do, what my fee is. Um, if there is any discussion, I shut it down usually, or just don't text back because there's the possibility of law enforcement. And that's what, oh, how they right. get you is through the discussing certain things Uh um so i do not discuss those things um if they want to know what i do it's on my site and usually when they get there i just take kind of take their lead on it on what they want to do um sometimes they'll tell me that what they're there for and sometimes you know they'll decide halfway through or whatnot right you know but you know there's like i said if there's something they want to do i don't do it's usually that they know beforehand so it's not it's never really been an issue what um, is your site? Do you want to give it out or maybe not? Um, no, maybe you shouldn't because you said like law enforcement. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I've had, let me tell you, after your last episode, I think I emailed you like I 
God, a lot of people are like dying to find you. They're like, where could I find Molly? I had a couple that wanted to like fly out and meet you. Like, you know, I just get a lot of emails about <laughs> where do they find you? But I don't know. I mean, do you put that out there? Or do people just have to find you on their own? You know, is it like, um, how do people find you? How do just anybody? Find yeah. You? How do regular people just find you without maybe giving out your website? I mean, how does so like, are you on one of those websites where people like with a lot of other people? Do you have your own personal yeah. website? Right. So I don't have I don't have my own personal website. Um, a lot of girls do. I just because I only, you know, I have my own life. And then a lot of these girls, you know, this is what they do. And, you know, it's kind of like their whole life. And that's fine. You know, but I only work eight days a month and yeah. I do it a couple hours away where, you know, people don't know who I am. When people ask where I'm from, I don't even give them a real roundabout answer. I just say that's none of your business. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I am on a couple sites, you know, there's the main sites, there's um, Slixa and Trist and there's Eros, which I'm not on anymore, but um, I'm on all those sites, but I don't go by the name Molly. So, right. So people wouldn't no know. one's going to find me. <laughs> right, right. But, and so like, what are some of the things that you're not into? Because you say you list on your thi- like stuff, like what you're into. Like, what are some of the things that you're not into that you say no thanks? Where you draw? Oh, the line? I don't do I don't do anal. Um, right. I get asked that a lot, and I I don't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know everything. I just usually say no anal, nothing dirty, nothing gross. <laughs> like no peeing <laughs> or pooping or anything. Like that. Right. Super, yeah. Right. Uh huh. Condoms are always a hundred percent a must. Um, uh huh. Do you do use condoms when you blow guys? No. Right. I always wonder, like, is that a thing? I mean, I never used a condom when I was blowing anybody ever, but, uh, you know, and I, 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 there were some people that would do that, like, you know, sex workers, right? You've heard of that. And I just wonder, can you get diseases that way? I, I don't know. Um, well, cross my fingers, I haven't. So, I, I mean, I'm sure that you can, but... You've been fine and you've never, of all the guys you've had sex with, (laughs) you've never gotten anything from anybody. That's another question I had for you. Like, I was just wondering if you've ever caught anything. Um, I have, but it was a long time ago. And not when you were Um, doing this. Once, yes. Um, But it was a very easily cleared up one that wasn't and could you tie it back to somebody and did you never see that person again or like no i couldn't right. um I, luckily it was during like a break uh-huh. so it didn't really affect anybody else um right but no i couldn't go back i wouldn't have known yeah i'm from, like so. just through cock blocking this whole conversation i'm talking about like <laughs> what you don't do what kind of stds you've had <laughs> but so but like <laughs> But you enjoy it. Like if you're doing six guys in a day, right? Are you enjoying and having orgasms with every single one of them? Um, I am because I like, you I enjoy really it. Do yeah. love what I do and I really enjoy it. Um, there are times where like just last week I, you know, I had the fifth client by three o'clock and I was absolutely exhausted. Like I was just tired and I just didn't want to see anybody else for the rest of the day. And I was getting calls the rest of the day. And I was just like, you know, I'm, I'm not 20 something years old anymore and they orgasms take a lot out of me. And when yeah, you have for sure. one, at least one with every client, mm-hmm. if not more than that, like it, it takes a toll on you. <laughs> right. And sometimes you just want a nap afterwards. So, but you know, you got someone coming in half an hour and you can't, so you just power through it. So, which is fine. And I can do that, but there's only so many I can 
I can do it in a day. <laughs> right. So now since this is the where are they now episode, so since May, have there been any crazy experiences that you want to talk about or a day that was like, you know, oh, see, I don't know. This is why I wish I was a little better prepared because I know I have some. I just can't think of any off the top of my head. Well, um, I could add it out you thinking. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I did have a guy who showed up with a suitcase full of whips and chains. Okay. Um, and then talked about how he was going to um, steal my DNA and bring it up to the spaceship with him. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're kidding me. That was interesting. And then... Uh, <laughs> And then he kept calling and sending me these weird news articles and like, I just kept ignoring him. And then I'd actually met another girl um, who works out of the same town that I do. And cause we were going to share an in-call apartment. And so I got to know her, like we went out to lunch a couple times and she sent me a message once. She's like, Hey, I have this client and um, I can't do it that day. I was wondering if you could fill in for me. It's a little bit of S and M like, He's kind of, you know, described him a little bit. And I go, well, I wouldn't mind doing it. But if, as long as it's not this one guy, she's like, she wrote back, she goes, oh my God, it is that guy. And I'm like, no, <laughs> not the guy it. with the alien and, DNA. Yeah. I was like, he taught, he talked about how he's going to steal my DNA and this and that. And she's like, well, he's a little off. And he's never said anything like that to me before, but I can see him doing that. And I was like, I'm not going anywhere near that. So she's like, okay, I'll find somebody else. <laughs> Oh my God. So, but like, and when he said all that and did he like swab you or anything? Like, I mean, no, right. No, he talked about how people were after him and they were going to steal his kidneys and the Russian mafia or so. I don't know. It was oh, he was, deal. yeah. Something was wrong with him. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. my God. And did you just like fuck him? Like, what did he want to do sexually? Did you have like a BDSM session with him? Um, no, cause I don't do that i mean right. I, just because i never have and uh-huh. I, no one's really ever asked so yeah. i mean i wouldn't mind like exploring that a little bit but yeah like i said no one's really asked except for him but then by then i was just so like freaked out by him that i was like I really oh so you didn't go through go with anything with him we did well before because we first like we we had sex and then after that that's when he started talking all crazy and then Close to that was when the session was ending, and I think he wanted to extend for longer. And I was like, I got stuff to do, so I'm sorry. <laughs> right. The door. Oh my so. God, that's a little cray cray. I mean, <laughs> you never know. Nowadays, the government's talking about aliens existing all of a sudden. <laughs> so that was like yeah. fucked up. So, you know, but yeah, that's crazy. What about, do you ever get couples? Have you had any couples or anything like that since? No, I haven't had any couples. Um, I don't even think I've, I had one woman ask, um, but she got a little aggressive. So I backed off on that one. What do you mean? She she wanted me to go down to where she lived and take me, it was sounded really nice at first, like take me to a spa and buy me a dress and take me ballroom dancing. But this was, you know, before pre-COVID, which sounded all right. But then she started like really sending a lot of texts and a lot of phone calls you know immediately after i said oh yeah well maybe that sounds all right and then it just got to be too much and so so she wanted to hire you solo just for her like a lesbian thing like you you and her uh, she was gonna hire you to come she wanted the girlfriend experience with you yeah right and so you were like okay you fly out to she like was proposing to fly you out to wherever she lived and take you Uh out and then so what kind of what got too much like what she was just texting like details or something like what was the deal that it was too much she was just like would you like this would you like that like every little minute detail and 
you know, then just aggressively calling over and over and over again when I wouldn't answer. Like if I wouldn't be by my phone and I wouldn't answer, she'd continue to call back and over and over again. And it just like, those are the signs of stalkers. And, you know, I've had a couple of those, so I don't need any more. (laughs) Oh, you have had guys. Yeah. People with no boundaries. I listen, I've been doing Mm -hmm. my show for six years. I've talked to almost 400 people. Right. And I could count on my one hand how many people have used the phone number that I give out to call me like uh, after we spoke. Do you know what I mean? It's not that many. And you would think, because I get emails all the time like, oh, you know, from fans that listen to the show, like, oh, I, you know, all the weirdos you talk to make me feel so normal. And I'm like, first of all, the people I talk to aren't weirdos. These are people that you probably know. They're regular people. They just happen to come on my show and admit their weirdo-ness, right? Or whatever, quote unquote. You know what I mean? The stuff that Uh they're doing. But this is, these people are the regular people you know too, you know? And everybody is so respectful that I talk to. Like I said, on my one hand, I could count the people People that have used the number outside of the one time they're supposed to call me and that always is a sure sign that that person has boundary issues you know right. what I mean for sure and 99% of the people have no boundary issues that's why you know it when you see it do you know what I mean like mm-hmm. you said like you see you know it's when that person starts to call too much or whatever you know like something's wrong here and when someone lacks boundaries I mean that you can't trust them because you don't know right. what that person's gonna do Right. And I'm not going to put myself in a situation where I'm alone with this person in, you know, a place I've never been before and I don't know who's around or whatnot. And yeah, potentially you're flying get out to a bad situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So wait, so think of some other good things that have happened. So, so COVID has not affected you. You've been seeing, you see the same amount of people, right? Since mm-hmm. you haven't been sick, you never got COVID from any of your Johns, right? Are you still charging no. the same? Do you charge more? Do you charge less? No, I charge the same. Um, a lot of girls either raise their rates or they fluctuate their rates. I've been told by several clients that I should raise my rates. Um, but I just honestly, like, it just seems like a hassle. <laughs> oh. Cause then you get the people who are like, well, I was here a year ago and I only paid this money. You know, I just don't want to, like, I, like, this is just a side gig for me. Um, you know, it's, I do it for fun. The money's nice. Yes. I'm not going to lie, but I, that's not what I really a hundred percent do it for. So, you know, and a lot of these girls are just like, they want to burn and turn, like come in, get them in, get them out, get the next one in. And that's not even close to what I do. So like, you know, if someone wants to stay over for like a half an hour, I I'll, I don't mind, you know, as long as I don't have anybody else scheduled. So, yeah, that's why people love I, you. I mean, that's what that's yeah. the that's what I think is so interesting about you and what I think people really like about you guys when they're listening to this, because you really are doing it because you really like sex. I mean, there was like mm-hmm. a bunch of episodes uh, before you started escorting and you were sleeping with tons of guys then, too. I mean, and that was yeah. just for free. <laughs> I mean, you just basically became an escort because you like to do it. Like, why not get paid for it? Kind of. It's like, you know, that cliche joke that people say, but like that really is you and like like you said, like you are having orgasms with other people where I feel like that is probably the minority. Don't you think of mm-hmm. escorts? Yeah. Yeah. And like I can have an orgasm with somebody I don't find at all attractive. Um, you know, and a lot of girls are just like, you know, just biting their tongue through the whole thing, just trying to get through it where I'm just like, I, I'm having sex. So I'm I'm thrilled. <laughs> yeah. You did an 80 year old, you know, um, Jessica on her bucket list was fucking old guy and she did fucking old guy. And she was like, she was not into it at all. And I think that's what was disappointing about Jessica's episode was that she had all these like great things on her 
bucket list, but some of them she wasn't really like enjoying. But I think she's just starting out, you know, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> she did not like the old guy. That's for sure. It was kind of a funny story. Well, and like, I mean, there's, I've definitely had clients where I'm just kind of like, <laughs> you know, and if they call back, I just say no, you know, or refer them to somebody else. You know, that's I'm lucky I can, you know, have the choice to do that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like I said, for the most part, I am, you know, 99% of the time I am enjoying myself. And every once in a while, you'll get those kind of weirdos or the, you know, <laughs> like, someone that creeps you out. Right. To, yeah. Just ready to get them out the door. But, but, but your 80 year old, so. your 80 year old fisted you. Yeah. And actually he was a fun client to have because yeah. he had a lot of stories and like, I enjoyed talking to him and, yeah. you know, we went out to lunch a couple times. And so, I mean, I had a good relationship with him. Yeah. So, you know, just as like on a friendship level anyways, yeah, that's amazing. So, and so you saw him a bunch of times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you still see him? No, um, actually, because that's when I actually did that. At one point, I raised my rates twenty five dollars an hour. Yeah. And he got really upset about that. So <laughs> All right. I haven't seen him since. <laughs> and do you have an hourly minimum, or do people like how long does someone have to book you for? Um, I just I usually do I I do either half hour sessions, which isn't very often, but I mostly do hour sessions. Um, every once in a while, I'll do a two-hour. Um, I do do overnights. I actually have one scheduled for next week. How much um, you charge for overnight? Fifteen hundred. Okay, and what does that entail? Like, do you fuck all night, or they just want to sleep with you? You cuddle too? It's, I mean, yeah. Usually, it just I meet them. Sometimes we go out to dinner. Um, sometimes, if we meet a little later, they'll just we'll just watch a movie or watch TV or talk or whatever and yeah. have sex and then fall asleep. And then in the morning, usually they're out the door by 8am and sometimes yeah. we'll have morning sex, which is why I don't really do overnights very often. Cause I don't, I really hate morning sex. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Um, but you know, I'll, for $1,500, like, yeah, you'll do it. I'll close my mouth. Like, no, it's fine. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but I usually kind of try and get up and like, you know, brush my teeth and brush my hair a little bit and then, sneak back into bed so um and that's not a problem it's the waking up and just like kind of feeling gross and how much though for an hour uh 325 right and then a half hour 225 right okay because i know that some girls the higher end girls do like sometimes it's like yeah i'm this much for an hour but you the min there's a minimum like two or three hours right i mean yeah and every girl's different mm -hmm. um i mean you know i know girls who charge 600 an hour and yeah guys will pay that and that's fine but with my the way my schedule is um you know a lot of those they'll book in advance and you know want this you know where i just like to go down and i just like I just like to hang out, you know, take some calls, meet new people, you know, connect with the older client, you know, other clients I haven't seen in a while or, yeah. you know, see the regulars. Like I, that's, it's just not my style to charge that much. And do know. they ever get, have you ever gotten any gifts? Um, not really gifts. I mean, I've been flown to places a couple of times. Like right. I normally don't, a lot of girls are, you know, fly me to you and yeah, you know, for a couple of days where, I don't advertise for that because my schedule won't allow it. But yeah. I have gone on vacation with, um, I think, three three different times. Right, with the guy. And do you spend with your whole guy, vacation yeah. with them? or? Um, yeah, mostly. Well, usually they're there for work. And yeah. they just want someone with them. So I spend a lot of the day like on my own, just 
you know, exploring or doing whatever, yeah. going to the beach. And then that night they get back and we'll go out to dinner and whatever. Did you so, get to go anywhere good? Um, I went to Florida and yeah. I went to Vegas and I went to California. Right. So places where guys have to travel, like for con- yeah. conventions and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And so um, now what about your love life? Because like I think people who are listening are like, okay, so she's like fucking all these people. Like, are you just totally satisfied by that? So you don't need to have guys in your regular, you know, your regular life or like, how does that work for you? Or do you have guys you're sleeping with here or a boyfriend? Um, I don't have a boyfriend. I have guys that I'm sleeping with. Um, and I have guy, lots of guy friends. I'm mostly guy friends actually. So uh-huh. like there's always guy friends hanging around, you know, when I'm home. So, you know, some I sleep with, some I don't. <laughs> and, so it's like you have a, you have a boyfriend and Mick, you know, in five different people, like in 50 different people, <laughs> right? Pretty much. <laughs> like you have male companionship, you have sex whenever you want it with multiple people. So it's like you, maybe you don't have, you know, any, any, you don't have the desire, right? Why would you, you have basically right. all your needs being met at this point. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, I kind of have everything that I want. And I mean, I'm happy with, I don't know if I'll be happy forever with it, but you know. Yeah, for the time probably room, not. Pro- <laughs> yeah, you'll go through phases, you know what I mean? Like maybe a couple years from now, you might be like, oh, like I miss companionship. I just want one person, you know, like for sure. Mm-hmm. I just, and that's natural. You know what I mean? I think that's, I think some people get really freaked out when like people change or, you know, like, or they can't, when someone reinvents themselves or goes from being like one way to another. And you could just think about it even with celebrities, like when Angelina Jolie became a mom and people were like, she's a fucking snort heroin and fuck all these people. <laughs> it's like, so she can't be a mom now. I mean, like yeah, she doesn't anymore. Like, as far as I know, I mean, right, know. <laughs> but or like when Madonna wanted to have a, when she had a baby, like, I mean, it's a natural pro- like progression in life that people change and yeah. go through different phases and whatever and it just just because people want to keep people in one box their whole life it's like insanity you know what I mean and it's like right. so you know who knows when that'll happen for you but it most likely will you're you know and I think that people who are very true to who they are that happens for them more than people who like read the fucking book or are just going by like what they think they're supposed to do. You know what I mean? Right. And you're obviously somebody that just does what you want to do. You have a kid already too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And your kid's already grown up. Were you married? Um, I don't remember. Yeah. I've been married before. Right. You were married and divorced. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, and I've done it and it wasn't like, you know, it was an experience. I mean, him and I are still, we don't talk on a regular basis, but we're still on good terms. Yeah. You know, and it's, you know, I tried it, didn't work out. Um, so I'm doing my own thing and maybe I'll try it again someday. I don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, if I do, I'll probably do it a little differently. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe you wouldn't have a, a monogamous relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what, you know, and being in the, cause I was in the lifestyle before this. And so I saw a lot of couples who had open relationships and they were, you know, and a lot of them were very happy. Some of them weren't, but most of them, for the most part, they really were like, they are your, you know, the people, you know, who you would probably never think. Yeah, exactly. They are the ones who are, you know, his wife is out, you know, fucking four dudes on a Friday night and he's at home just, you know, knowing about it and yeah. not caring. <laughs> Yeah, uh-huh. Or maybe enjoying it, the fact that that so, was happening. I mean, I yeah, have those I, people on my show all the time. And I always say, like, if I were to get into a relationship again, they'd have to be okay with me fucking other guys. Like, that's just, 
one of the stipulations that's going to have to happen. So. <laughs> right. You just need to find a guy like the ones I've talked to. And this is, was one of the most interesting things about doing my show because I never knew that this existed before. But, you know, there are a lot of guys out there that get turned on by seeing their girl with another guy or n- hearing about their girl with another guy. You know, it's that whole cuckold thing, but they oh, don't yeah. need the humiliation aspect of it. They just dig that, you know? And yeah, that's I didn't a know thing. that existed either. Yeah, me um, neither. Until I met um, my friend who you, I think you interviewed him on two shows ago. He's at your um, house right now. We could say that. Yeah, right? he's yeah. serious. Yeah. 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 Um, I, until I met him, I didn't know that existed. And now like, since then I've there's you know I'll have clients who be like how many guys did you fuck today right before me I'd be like well, three no yeah. more than that that was it just three like <laughs> they would get upset like <laughs> you know for 12 before they got there because that's you know that's what turns them on and, like, yeah it's it's a very normal like it's a regular thing like I had no idea before any of this well that, you know that, that was that the weirdest been... thing is that when people when guys were saying that to me like I used to have this long-term booty call guy that I had sex with and um he would, I would always be like, oh, did you, because he would like triple dip in a day. Like he was my guy friend. So I just knew what he did, you know, and he'd tell uh-huh. me and he was a real player, you know, and I would just use him for sex whenever I wanted it. And I would be like, oh, did you fuck anyone else? He'd be like, no, never. And he'd always lie. And I'd be like, you don't understand. Like at this point, <laughs> after we've been begging for so long, like that would actually make things better. Like there was something hot. And then so when I realized like, oh, I think I have that thing. Like I get that what people are saying. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like because I was like with him for so long that I was like, oh, that would like spice it up if I knew that you were just with someone before. So I was like, oh, now I that's when when I heard the men talking about it, I was like, I think I have that thing, too. You know, like it's like there's it's there's something there's like a turn on to it on some level with that with that person in that scenario after a while. So who knows if that would be that way in a relationship. But I got it. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. I understand that because I used to ask my guy and he would always lie and I'd be like no you don't understand like if you told me that you did that would be a good thing <laughs> but guys <laughs> think that's too good to be true they'll never fucking tell you the truth like it's ridiculous you know a lot that of times is, yeah you're right <laughs> yeah do you have though any um do you work with any escorts so that if a guy wants like two girls at a time do you do that or are you always working solo um I I don't do that because I up until just a couple weeks ago i I really didn't know any other, um, other girls in the area. Right. Just because, you know, a lot of them, they do hang out, they do do doubles and they do, but I just, you know, I'm there for four days or three days and I'm working the whole time and I don't have time to go out and do anything else. Yeah. So I just never have. Um, but I did meet another girl and we actually got along really, really well. And I was really happy and surprised that we did um and she's been in the business for like 17 years so she has a lot that i can learn from and um and, you know hopefully things work out with us you know sharing an apartment i don't know we'll see how that goes but um either way she's like it's because she doesn't really know you know a whole lot of other girls because she just moved here um so you know hopefully that you know who knows where i'll be in six months <laughs> right. So you could maybe possibly do it with her. And you've yeah. been with women before, right? Yeah. Um, like people always ask me if I'm bi and I'm like, I just, I get bored, you know, yeah. they spice things up here and there, but you know, it's, I'm not like really in, you know, into them, but you know, I don't mind it. Right. You would do but it if a guy wanted like, it, but you really like yeah. guys. Yeah. Like that's your thing. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. And everything. Because like I said, you tried that fisting with that guy. Have you ever had two guys at once? 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you like that? Yeah. Yeah, a lot. In your practice, like in your job or like in your regular life or both? No, just in my regular life. I've never right. done it for my job just because right, it's cause... more of a safety thing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. If a regular client were to ask, I I wouldn't have a problem with that, although none have. But um, every once in a while I've had someone, and it's always late at night, you know, and it's I, it just doesn't, if I don't know the guy and it's hard enough, like late at night when you don't know the guy, then, to, you know, have two of them that you don't know. Yeah. It's just, uh, it just doesn't seem safe to me. So that's why I've never done that. But you've um, done it in your regular life. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love it. Like I can do it every day. If <laughs> Really? Do you do it with the guy yeah. that's downstairs? Or does he like to watch you? Do you fuck other guys in front of him? Is that what you guys yeah. do together? Yeah, I have. I had a threesome in front of him. He videotaped the whole thing. So <laughs> A threesome with two guys? Yeah. So you were, so it was him and two other guys and you? Yeah. Well, it was me and the two guys and then he videotaped. videotaped it. Right. So yeah. he didn't participate, but he was because it turns him on to see you fuck other guys. Yeah. Yeah, I still don't know why you guys aren't dating. Maybe you will eventually down the line, right? Isn't that what I said last time when we were on the phone? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Um, but, and so you did the guys, you do d double penetration, all that kind of good stuff? Like you're getting um, I've only done that once and it was just kind of like the whole scenario was just like the perfect storm of like everything fell into place. And I was like, the only thing that I regret about that whole situation is that I didn't get it on videotape was when that one happened. But, right. When but, you did um, it with that, that time, the double penetration with the two guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you didn't, but you didn't videotape it. That guy wasn't there. It was no. just you and two guys. No. Right? Yeah. 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 I, well, one guy I met off a site, um, a lifestyle site, and he was actually at a hotel down the street. And so he, we met at the hotel bar um, at my hotel and so we we're sitting there talking and then this guy came down from his room because it was last call and he was a little tipsy and he was like, I could tell he was listening to our conversation. And so we kind of like invited him. Yeah, to I think to you us. told me this story last I think time. I yeah, did, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you guys both went up. Yeah. Well, then me and the guy that I had met went up and he was like, the other guy was like, I'm going to go smoke a cigarette. And so I was like, what are the chances of him actually showing up? And the guy I was with was like, well, he's either not going to show up. Or he's going to show up and chicken out, or he's going to show up and it's going to be awesome. And I was like, well. And he we'll showed see. up and it was awesome. I remember that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, people should listen to your other episodes if you haven't. If you're listening on YouTube, just go to my playlist section. There's like a Molly section where you can see, hear all her episodes. And what's interesting about you is like, you know, you started out a, a, our first like two or three episodes. You were just a girl that was really horny, having all these kinds of experiences. That's what we used to talk about. Right. Uh -huh. And then it was like now Molly's an escort and you hear that episode and you could hear the last one where we just did an update, you know, and this is your this was supposed to be the you and Jessica episode where you guys talked right. and you talked to her about like what you do and all your experiences. Um, but really it's the, where is Molly now? So where, where is Molly now? Molly is still escorting, right? Is there anything else you could say that is changed or new since May? I don't know. You know, there was a lot I had planned, um, but with, with COVID happening, a lot of those plans were kind of put on hold. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I hope to move forward with them. Like I do, like I did graduate from college. I do want to go back to school and mm -hmm. um, go into, I actually want to go into um, um, like some kind of sexual education. Um, yeah, that would be great. Of some yeah, sort. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. That would be awesome for you because, yeah. you know, you, that's like. I've got the experience. Yeah. So. <laughs> 
Yeah, for so sure. I'm not, yeah, I'm not really sure exactly what field I want to go into. It's somewhere between like sexual health and sex education. Um, you know, like maybe sex just therapist? More like a sex like positive, a... something like that. I'm not really sure, but I just, you know, I just really want to change people's views on sex. A lot of, you know, I live in a small town. A lot of people are very close minded. Yeah. They don't talk about things. Like, I just kind of want to get the conversation out there uh-huh. to know that, you know, sex workers aren't bad people. Like, right, maybe a sex a bad coach. Rap and, right. And, yeah. And like, there's a lot of stigmas out there that, you know, people just have misconceptions on. And I just would like people just to open their minds a little bit, and, you know, kind of progress forward with the future. And, you know, not to say that in the future, we're all going to be out, you know, fucking escorts and everything. But, you know, just people just need to open their minds a little bit, not just be so, you know, nervous and rigid when it comes to sex. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, you live in a small town. You could always you could always move away from that town and go to like a city and maybe you'd find a lot more like minded people or, you know, it'd be a little bit easier yeah. or you stay where you are like and, you know, and then like you said, you go to school and you do something to help people where you are, where you're at. Then those are the people that need it. Right. And that's yeah. what you want to do. And I think that that's great. Yeah. And I know that there's a lot of people in this town who are having the same, you know, issues and problems with, with their sexual health and, you know, then, you know, their neighbors, but they don't, they don't talk about it because Mm -hmm. it's such, you know, it's so taboo. Like, oh, we can't talk about that. Yeah, you can, you know, and it might help your marriage or your relationship or, you know, your mental health if you do talk about it. And, but people just don't. And I, think that needs to change (laughs) yeah no i've had a lot of um men on who went from you know having a secret life to letting their wives know about their secret life and being and their wives being okay with it you know and coming clean Mm -hmm. and it was all just because they got the conversation going you know it's all communication and it's talking and i've said this before my show and i think what happens in long-term relationships is if you've been with someone like it's a lot easier to meet somebody that you never that you never knew and just like tell them all about yourself and put your shit out there right in the beginning but if mm-hmm. you've been with somebody for a really long time like how do you suddenly tell them something about yourself that's new to them but not new to you you know what I mean it's almost like harder and you would think it would be easier right because this is someone that you know for so long but it's mm-hmm. almost there is a fear of like oh my my God, that person's going to be so freaked out, right? Because they've accepted you as this person all their life, right? And now 20 years in, you're going to tell them you like to wear pantyhose or you like to see them fuck other people or you want, you know, to have anal sex all the time. You know, whatever it is that you're not talking about, you know? It may even be new to them and they don't know like how to process it because there was something they just realized about themselves or something. But they a just lot of times it's not like, oh, new. That's, that's the well, whole yeah, thing. Either way, yeah. you know, either way, it's like <laughs> yeah. you know, being able to have that conversation. Like, And I think what you do is great because it puts it out there yeah. and makes people realize that, hey, somebody else has this thing. Like I always say, yes. that my quote is like, everybody's got their thing. Like everybody yeah. has something kind of like strange or weird or, you know, about them that yeah. they don't want to tell anybody else, but everybody's got one. Like yeah. some may be weirder than others, but everyone's got their thing. And, you know, someone's thing may be something completely out there and crazy. And someone's thing may just be, you know, something mundane and not so weird, but everyone's got one, you know? Yeah. Just, that's why I said when people email me, like when it's the listeners and they say, Oh, like all those weirdos you talk to and I'm just like I don't I'm not talking weirdos I'm talking to regular people and that Mm -hmm. do 
crazy things or whatever you want to, to, you know, adjective you want to use for it. You know, I don't take sex that seriously. I don't, you know, I don't talk to people who are like raping people. Okay. That's a, you know, I talk to people like that are doing consensual things. Right. So, I mean, sometimes it's like cheating and stuff and that's not so great, but like, you know what I mean? It's not like anyone's, uh, it's not immoral in that way where they're doing something like pedophilia, but you know, so these are just people who are doing things that most people don't talk about. But the whole point of my show is to sh- say, like, this is these people aren't weirdos. These are people that are sitting next to you. These are people that are maybe in your family. This might be your partner. That might be your best yeah, friend. And, Do you know what I mean? And it, you know, and it puts a perspective out there that most people wouldn't think of. Like when they say, oh, it's, it's, so-and-so wears pantyhose what well now oh my you know god. why they wear pantyhose or whatever <laughs> you know whatever it may be yeah put i tell all my guy friends now like you next time you go to like a party and there's like it's 30 guys in a room or like put your 30 friends in a room and let them all drop their pants like how many there's probably one guy in there wearing panties or wearing pantyhose like i'm just telling exactly. you like <laughs> it exists you know and people are doing it so you know most likely you know everybody knows one of these people that I'm talking to, you know, and they're mm-hmm. doing something. And I personally have always said this, and it's very true that the younger generation are just much more open-minded and stuff. How old right. are you again, Molly? Um, I'm you're in your forties, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you're still, you're younger than me, but you're, it's still like, I mean, the people that are in their early twenties, it's just different. So I don't think that they're mm-hmm. going to have, you know, uh, like this they're not it's just it's just different and it's better for them you know but there's mm-hmm. still a whole slew of people are aging up that are going to be around for the next 30 40 years right and there's they grew up at a time that things were very different and so people right. aren't able to communicate or want to talk about the things that they're really interested in sexually for fear of judgment because mm-hmm. you know it, well and a lot of those people are in the lifestyle and like you would never know, you know, I go to these parties and I see like, you know, accountants and yeah, just regular, you know, people who work down at the local grocery store or whatnot. Exactly. It's like you would never know that this is what they do on the weekends. <laughs> exactly. But I mean, they're out there having a great time. Like they love it. Like, and a lot of them are older, like the older couples who have been together for a long time and someone started the conversation like, Hey, maybe we should try this. And then yeah. they did and they loved it. And now they're just, that's all they do. And they, like, good for them. Like, yeah. So yeah, you have to go them. back to school. You're going to do that next year. Is that where you're going to pick it back up when COVID's over is that like your goal is that did you start that did you is, say or that's what you want to start to do um I'm waiting for some approvals on things yeah. um so I, once that goes hopefully we'll go through it's kind of like a process that I am fighting for um but hopefully that'll go through and then I'd be yeah there's a program a local program here I can do and I, I would love to get that started so right. <laughs> just so yeah, so maybe your where are they now next year's will be like, you know, you're you've you're you've got that degree or something, you know, who knows? Well, but girls gotta have goals. So. Yeah, no, that's great. So I mean I really wish that Jessica could have been on this call. Um, but I like I said it was perfect timing to do a where are they now. Everyone always loves to hear from Molly. Um, oh, that's so great. <laughs> yeah, I wish we could. I mean, I don't think it's smart to give out your name or anything, right, information? I'll I'll try and think of a way if people really want to get in touch with me. I'll I'll think of a way to do that. Um, oh, okay. So wait. So listen. Never... It, it, so wait. What did you just say? 
like I'll think of a way like you know maybe I'll give up my website somewhere I'll, I'll think about it okay well how about if people want to email me because they want you know and then I could put them in touch with you and you could vet them out yourself um that works too you know what I mean so yeah so listen because I always get emails from people um and I'll just forward them on if you want to find Molly She's going to make sure you're the real deal. And if you're interested in checking her out, email me at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. And then I'll forward it on to Molly. And then she'll talk to you and give you the information on how to find her. Right? Is that how we can right. do it? Okay, That's perfect. That's a good way to do it. All right. Um, and then you can weed out the the people who have no boundaries. <laughs> Yeah, well, I oh well, I let's see. The problem is I can never tell. I mean, I could tell a little bit in an email. It's more like when I give the number out, but you'll have to do a little bit of your vetting on your end too. Okay, but you know, I'll uh, see what I got and I'll forward them on to you. So thanks okay. so much for calling in again, Molly. Glad you're well, thanks safe. Thanks for having me. And yeah. you're still happy and having fun. And make sure to go to YouTube and see all the comments and then comment back on people if you can because they love to okay. hear from people. All right. Thanks so much. Yeah. Thanks, Molly. Or, uh, Kathy, Kathy, Molly. Happy <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Happy New Year's. Bye.
Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.